It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have a guest today who's going to enlighten you, I promise. Mark Bashaw is a former Air Force enlisted technician on vector-borne diseases. And now, well, then he'd cross-commissioned or commissioned into the Army and then face the uh, unauthorized vax issue. And we're going to talk about that in depth. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me, Todd. So give us an overview of your background so people know who you are. You're, you've been all over the media, but uh, do it again. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I served uh, close to 17 and a half years in the military active duty um, until I was unlawfully discharged for refusing to participate with these weaponized uh, COVID-19 protocols, whether it was the jab, the, inje uh, the testing, and the masking. My most recent assignment was at the Army Public Health Center, Aberdeen Proving Grounds. I served as the company commander there. I served as a uh, public health officer, specifically medical entomology, uh, vector-borne disease, risk communication strategies, educational products for the force to protect them from, from risks and contingency environments. And so, um, yeah, I was court-martialed uh, for refusing to participate with these weaponized products against service members. Uh, the entire time I was trying to bring up my chain of command, how we need to be warning service members about the, the vaccine adverse events and the fact that these products are experimental and service members must be given the option to accept or refuse. So that's kind of, you know, June 2023 was my ultimate uh, demise where they finally, Secretary of the Army signed off on my elimination after 17 and a half years and I was um, unlawfully discharged involuntarily. Did you get any support from Congress or anyone in this fight? I did. I got support from Senator Ron Johnson's office, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the the Department of Defense refused to uh, respond to their inquiries, and wow. uh, they they warned him multiple times. He's a protected uh, military whistleblower, and they continued to ignore that, and they still went on to uh, sign off on the elimination. And that's kind of a pattern we've seen the past uh, three, uh, two and a half plus years where the the executive branch has been ignoring inquiries from the legislature. So, uh, well, before we get into some other stories and what Tommy Tuberville is doing, how do we hold these guys accountable, do you think? 
I, I mean, we, we continue to, to get the truth out there and let people know what's going on. But ultimately, ultimately, I mean, we're seeing that we can't get to justice in the justice system. There needs to be some sort of uh, tribunals uh, mm-hmm. at, a, at a much higher level. And any, uh, any officer, executive, or public servant that violated their contract, which is the oath of office, uh, needs to be held accountable. Uh, how do we get there? I, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be trying to share the information as much as possible so the collective consciousness of the public can wake up to the atrocities going on. Yeah, it's definitely, this is going to be one of the greatest crimes in human history. You know, I've been pretty hard on the the soup at the Air Force Academy, uh, who's my classmate, Richard Clark. And, uh, you know, he forced a cancer survivor to get the vax to stay in. And that just destroys immune systems left and right. I mean, it's horrific. And uh, these these guys have to be accountable, held accountable in a a military court of law, in my opinion, eventually. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I went through a court martial. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, they tried to hold me accountable on a court martial. They refused to give me punishment because I think the judge realized like, oh, crap, he's a protected communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have all their crimes. They've signed off on them. And this will kind of allude to what we're going to talk about next. But yeah, all these all these commanding generals that signed off on these uh, general officer memorandums of record, they actually signed off on their own crimes because majority of these service members were bringing the protected communications to their commanding generals in which the commanding generals were ignoring this information. And so at that point in time, they signed off on these uh, these these uh, retaliatory um, paperwork and, and ultimately discharges against these service members. So, yeah, it's it's horrific. And um, I, I'm a firm believer, but a lot of these guys are playing for the other side and that needs to be exposed at some point because this is a bioweapon against our troops. I mean, at the end of the day. Right. I mean, absolutely. It, yeah. So yeah. Uh, which is a, you know, an act of war. Um, either by domestic or, you know, foreign enemies. Talk, let, let's, t- let's switch a little bit to what's going on in Congress. Uh, Senator Tuberville down in Alabama has uh, blocked promotions in DOD and is standing up left and right as, as the, the matrix, as I call it, tries to force these through because this is what they care about, power and money, right? And this is directly, directly stands in the way of that. Talk to us about your thoughts on what he's doing. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I'll... I'll give them props and and I continuously cheer them on and say, hold the line, because uh, the irony in all this and, and the complete hypocrisy and what's going on is so in our face where we have these these flag officers, these generals that are now moaning and groaning about their promotions. Uh, but majority of them were were responsible for the discharges of tens of thousands, right? Tens of thousands of service members under their command uh, got eliminated from service for refusing to participate with this bioweapon against mm-hmm. our service members. And now they're complaining that their their promotions aren't being confirmed or collectively confirmed in, in the Senate. And so I find it uh, quite hypocritical. And then and then as well, they, they want to discuss um, reproductive rights for females. Yeah. Right? Reproductive rights when when the last three years the Department of Defense refused to give any sort of pregnant female an exemption for these yeah. experimental injections while these individuals were, were pregnant. And it's just, I mean, talk about hypocrisy. Yeah, and you had the data come out from Pfizer. I think Naomi Wolf's group broke it that, I, and I'm 
working off memory here, but I think 80% of those pregnant women in the trials that received the vaccines had adverse events against their kids in the womb, um, yep. something like that. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not excusable. So um, how can military service members support Senator Tuberville? What, what are you hearing out in the field? Um, just, I mean, continue to share the information and, um, and, and try to try to push it up your chain of command as well. Try mm -hmm. to inform and educate your chain of command. So they're, they're aware of the situation. Um, a lot of the times we're, we're dealing and what I've seen is we're dealing with uh, a complete ignorance and lack of knowledge of, of what's really going on. And, you know, they can be attributed to a multiple of things, you know, a weaponized mainstream media that's still, mm -hmm. Uh, actually working off the Smith-Mund Act of 2012, where they, they're actually pushing propaganda against the American people. Um, and then our, our our own branch of service conducting psychological operations against our service members as well. So, um, you know, people need to educate themselves and educate their chain of commands and, and have those tough conversations, but also push up that information. And, um, and yeah, support uh, Senator Tuverville on this in this in this endeavor and the fact that is it's not that he's banned their promotions it's that he's put a hold on the collective confirmation right and uh to me we need to look closely at these 300 plus generals and, and that yeah. are, that are going to be potentially confirmed in the future did they sign off on any unlawful uh general officer memorandums of record against service members how many how many discharges do they have under their belt for the service members under their command the past three years who refused to participate with this bioweapon so those are the questions that need to be asked perhaps there should be hearings and ask that in public um, absolutely prior to them being confirmed yeah absolutely well, ask me, answer me this. I don't understand. And I know a lot, I, I believe a lot of these senior military officers are acting nefariously against the, the Republic. So I'll just get that out there and that needs to be held accountable. But how do you get, you know, the, 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 the colonels, the O5s on down that were willfully blind to this and still to this day don't want to look at it. Is it just too tough to think that your chain of command wants to kill you essentially I mean, I mean is that just too hard for them to grasp so they don't go there i mean what do you think why why is why is there the willful blindness out there well the the, the straight up indoctrination of the careerist mentality has just infiltrated the military for for decades mm -hmm. and these individuals that are in this position of and not all of them but oh five oh six specifically oh six mm -hmm. have um have sacrificed a lot of morality uh, in order to get to those positions. And I will say now that, you know, the only legitimate contract you have, sir, uh, whether it's an 06 or 05 is your oath of office, that DA, mm -hmm. so that department of army, for example, uh, 71, your oath of office signed, uh, by another officer is the only legitimate contract you have. And it's not your OER. It's not your, uh, your evaluations or any of that. So you need to stop in this careerist mindset and start serving our nation and, and truly sacrificing what you signed on the dotted line to do. And if that means, uh, you know, receiving some sort of adverse action for doing what's right, well, that's what you signed up to do. Uh, and I, I'll say that to any service member out there, you need to communicate properly to your chain of command. You don't need to be uh, you know, going flying off on the handle, but we've all been trained to communicate properly. We've all been trained to use the chain of command. 
but you need to put your leaders on notice and start educating them and pushing this up the chain of command. And if it's a one star, if it's a two star or three star, you need to be getting their offices, having those tough conversations and stop being blocked by the bubble uh, that that attempts to surround and protect them, whether it's their JAG or their medical uh, officers, the advisors and things like that. And break through that bubble and, and have a face to face and, and then follow up with an email and follow up with an article 138 if you need to. Um, but we need to start communicating properly. Those 06s need to step up uh, and do their job. Yeah, I uh, speaking back to the Air Force Academy, you know, general, and, and I think the DEI and all this is very closely related to what's happening with the VAX um, because it's another weapon against our military. Uh, and, and General Clark is an African American man. And I said, what better way for you to come out and say this is wrong? I mean, you would go down in history is a very uh, patriotic American and your legacy would be secured. But instead he's pushing all of this stuff onto the troops along with the vaccines. And I, I just find that horrific. I mean, I think these senior officers should resign and, and say, I cannot do this and, and leave, a, a, what's the word, you know, someone for someone else to look up to. What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, now's the time. Yeah. Speak up. I mean, it's just, to me, I look around, I'm like, where, there's got to be at least one flag officer out there that's willing to stand up and do what's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's what are you going to sacrifice? What are they get? Are you going to lose your retirement? Are you going to lose, you know, really look at the tens of thousands. I've talked to a service member the other day. He spent one year and plus one year and some, a couple months on the side of I 95 after getting discharged from the military because one of his flag officers uh, refused to give an exemption and then went on to discharge him from the military. He spent a year and some change living out of his car off of I-95 before he finally find, found a place to live because yeah. he was discharged overseas, shipped back to the States, and then, and then kicked to the curb. So, you know, I have very little tolerance for any uh, public servant who's not, uh, who's not doing what they signed up to do at this point in time. Extremely you know, and I just find it incredible that I cruise uh, X, I guess, the social media platform now, formerly known as Twitter. I cruise that and I see ads being put out for these generals for their promotions to support, you know, remove the hold Tommy, uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville and, and support our uh, troops and, and get them promoted. It's like, uh, really, we're putting ads out now for the <laughs> 300 uh, you know, and all I have to do is retweet it and slap up the video of my kids in the backseat of the car on the day I got eliminated from service after 17 years for doing my job, for trying to warn service members about these weaponized products, for trying to warn my chain of command to, hey, we need to we need to recognize our own data in the defense medical epidemiological a database in the vaccine adverse event reaction database. And we need to put this in a risk communication strategy to have commanders put that in their hands so they can properly inform and, and let their service members know. And we need to follow the law, which yeah. we weren't willing to do the last three years. Well, the DMED data has been, uh, I guess, altered now. Um, yeah, they, they say so. It's a, it, they, yeah, they went on to alter it. And then, um, but the, the fact is, it still shows signals because yeah. the signals were so immense. They, they just couldn't, they couldn't get rid of it. They couldn't yeah. get rid of it. And um, they tried to move it and house it somewhere else. 
um, but it, it still shows immense signals. And the fact still remains, uh, according to Colonel Tanya Rands herself, who's the chief immunologist of the Defense Health Agency, that CDC VAERS is the official reporting tool for the Department of Defense. Hmm, I didn't know and, that. And we had, you know, what do we have? 32,000 deaths, and that's an underreport. That's after they deleted a lot of the information. Yeah, yeah it's an underreport. It's a yeah. small fraction. 42 um, times is what the is what they came up with. Is Actually, that's on the CDC website. I think it's 41 times underreported per their previous. That may be gone now, but uh, it was there before. Right. And as a medical officer and as an officer in general, we should be looking for those uh, signals. Uh, mm -hmm. And and the fact is we had them. And, you know, look at what happened to those individuals that spoke up and these commanding generals and flag officers that are now complaining about their promotions went on to do. You know, it's 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 absolutely criminal. Mm -hmm. it's, it's completely criminal. And it, unless there's, you know, this isn't civil. You know, none of this is civil. You can't bring civil complaint against this. It's criminal. And these these generals, flag officers need to be held criminally uh, liable for what they've done. Yeah, mass murder, I think, is criminal. Um, so how? what else do people need to know? What else do you want our audience to know about this whole situation? Uh, they, they need to understand that um, there's, there's, yes, there's many service members who are discharged. Our recruiting and retention is... Uh, is incredibly suffering immensely at this point in time, which, you know, has a national security implication. There are still good service members on the inside, you know, in those lower level ranks that truly understand what it means to serve, truly understand the, the oath of office or the oath of enlistment that they, they took uh, and to support those individuals. But at the same time, we need to be calling out these higher level public servants uh, in, in, in public and, um, and let them know and, and push this information to your local reps. And if they don't do it, then, you know, call them out as well and, and do the best you can to do your civic duties as, as one of we the people. Mark, how can people get in touch with you and follow you and all that? Yeah, so I got a website uh, for everything I went through. You can go over to www.freedomfighters1776.com or you can find me on uh, the platform X at MC Bashaw. And uh, yeah, I just try to push the information out. I'm still in contact with an immense amount of service members um, who have, you know, see, see what's going on for what it is. And so you can follow me over there. Mark, thanks a lot. God bless you, Todd. Take care. Cheers. Take care.